Hey there, my name is Pia Montales. I'm joined here today by my co-host, JP Pascual. You're listening to Asticom's up-and-coming podcast, Self-Starters, where we invite young professionals and industry leaders to share their career stories, work-from-home tips and tricks, life advice, and everything in between. And now, we're bringing you today's Kickstarter to get you through the week. You are never too old to set another goal or to dream a new dream. This saying is from Nobel Peace Prize laureate Malala Yousafzai. Age has no bearing in dreams. As long as you are passionate about something, keep on dreaming. Dreams drive us to be alive. Creating milestones after milestones will make your life meaningful. So dream it until you make it. Right, GP? Yes, that's right. Of course, yes. And now let's kick off our fourth series with today's episode. Today's guest will share her experience on one of the most fundamental parts of success, goal setting. Our guest for today is an inspiring leader who is the general manager of ASTI Business Services Incorporated, or APSI. And she finished her bachelor's degree in engineering at De La Salle University and her postgraduate degree at Carnegie Mellon University in Australia. Her professional experience and desire to boost local talent have inspired her to assist Filipinos in establishing a positive and international prominence within the IT industry. Self-starters, let's welcome Ms. Mel Dexon. Hi, JP. Hi, Pia. Thank you for inviting me. Welcome, Ms. Right. Mel. Thank hello, you. Hello. So welcome to the fourth series of the Self-Starters podcast. Ms. Mel, how are you doing? Good, good. Uh, very busy, but really good. I don't get to enjoy work from home that much, but yeah, um, it's been fun. You know, um, I've been with Adsy for four months, and so far I've been really enjoying the journey. Well, that's great to hear, you know, like with just four months and already enjoying <laughs> uh, yeah. being part of the Asticom group of companies and being part of the Astifam. What achievement are you most proud of when you started out in your career? I guess I can share a pivotal moment um, in my career, probably the first defining moment that I can vividly remember and it kind of helped me define who I am professionally. Um, so it might be a bit of a long story but I'll try to keep it short. Um, to going on three years into my professional career in the IT industry and since graduating from college, I took on a service manager and platform owner role. Um, how I got the role is another story. And one of the major platforms I took on was a financial platform that was bleeding. All escalates were red for quite some time, escalates here and there. Um, and the only way to improve it required the drastic change. So after uh, weeks of analysis, I was convinced that the delivery model wasn't working. And it was a major root cause for all of the problems. You know? Um, at the time, the teams supporting it are very segmented and are in four different countries and managing silos. My goodness. Uh, on, yeah, on top of the issues, the support cost was high because the setup um, made it hard to gain efficiencies and some folks are really in, the high, in high cost locations. So I created a business case to move the work to Manila and consolidate the teams. In a perfect world, it shouldn't matter where people are sitting, right? And, you know, especially in an IT company, it doesn't matter where you are. You should be able to deliver it. Technology should enable people to work collaboratively, despite the distance. And wherever you are in the world, especially now during the pandemic. However, it wasn't working in that particular case. So I, I really felt strong about my proposal and idea. So I spent, I spent days crafting the business case and I... I had no clue how to create one at the time. As you said, I'm an engineering graduate who never learned it in college. 
So I researched how to do it. Uh, I covered all the bases, financials, delivery people in the transition plan and so on. And then I reached out to the account executive who had no idea who I was <laughs> to ask for 30 minutes of his time. It took some endorsements from other people and a bit of convincing by email to allow time for me. And then he, he, he agreed. So I had one chance and a 30 minute window to convince him. So here I am, a junior, barely three months into the role, barely three years in the company, who had this big ambitious proposal that will impact the career of some people, financial delivery, and the client. So to cut the long story short, um, I got the approval and I made it happen. In two months, all SLEs were green. Recurring cost savings were realized by both the company and the client. And it also contributed to the growth of the Philippine center of the company because of the additional headcount and the succeeding growth that followed. I was even asked to lead the same effort for another platform. I wasn't even involved in that platform. No. So uh, this defined a big part of me because it made me more confident in taking risks and just going for it. Up to now, if I strongly believe in something, I do what it takes to make it happen and make it work. I'm not too afraid to make mistakes or fail. And there are just three questions I ask myself usually. What's the worst thing that can happen? No? If the worst will happen, Do I have a recovery or contingency plan? If none, can I live with the consequence? If I can answer those and I'm I'm okay, then uh, I'll go for it. You know. So yeah, that's one of my early achievements in my career. My goodness, no, Miss Mel. So you were basically a newbie, no, at the company, yeah, and you're newbie, going. Yeah, yeah. You, you were going I was against. Just going for it, yeah. As someone's just starting out in her career, and you did all of that, no? Yeah, it took a lot of work. You know, it wasn't really easy because, uh, as you said, I was very young at the time, and I was just thinking, is it worth taking the risk? And then I, I, I also thought, I'm, I'm young. What, what do I have to lose, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I just yeah. went for it. <laughs> Yeah, that's right, Miss Mel. I think our listeners also can relate to it because you know, um, self-starters. <laughs> But yeah, moving mm. on, Miss Mel. Um, moving on. In your opinion, why is goal setting a fundamental part of success? Why do you think it's important? Mm-hmm. I always share an excerpt from uh, Alice in Wonderland when I talk about goals or direction. Um, and you guys might be familiar with this one. No, I always have a snippet of it in a slide, and I always have it ready. And it's a conversation between the cat and Alice, where Alice asks, "Is this the right way?" And then the cat said, "Well, that depends on where you want to go." And then Alice answered, "I don't know where I'm going." Then the cat said, "Then it doesn't matter which way you go." So I'm sharing this because some of us find ourselves in this situation: walking, talking, working, getting by without ever really knowing where we are going. And this, uh, this, this is how life is for uh, people with no clear goals. Goals not only affect behavior and job performance, but they also help drum up energy, which leads to a higher and increase in persistent overall effort. Accomplishing a goal can either lead to satisfaction and hopefully further motivation if accomplished. Of course, you know, there's frustration and lower motivation if the goal is not accomplished. And in the workplace, employees want to see how their work contributes to larger corporate objectives. Eh, no? Setting the right targets makes this connection tangible for them and for the manager too. So you're not just there working, working, and you don't even know if you're doing really means anything. This is why setting and reaching goals is a critical part of every manager's job. No, but what I observe in most cases is that the employees are relying on their managers alone to set it for them. No, they forget uh, or are not too conscious in setting their own personal goals, which they can connect or align to company goals. So I highly suggest that you know you also set your own goals on top of what is dictated to you. So you know if you're on track in terms of your career goals and own aspirations. 
So yeah, so goal setting is really uh, particularly important. It's an important mechanism of providing ongoing feedback, no? Because once you have that, you know, you monitor them, then you can get feedback if you're on track or not. At least you know if you need to adjust, calibrate, pivot if needed until you succeed in achieving your goals. So yeah. You know, I never would have guessed now that you would quote something from Alice in the Wonderland. <laughs> yeah. It's so simple, but it does make sense. You know? um, yes. That's why it's my favorite excerpt. I've been using it for years because it's the simplest way to, to put it. Maybe I should rewatch Alice in the Wonderland because there, there might be a lot of life lessons there that might have gone over my head when I was a kid watching it. No, but you mentioned mm-hmm. that there's so many things, right, that go mm-hmm. through an employee's head, and sometimes they lose their way, and 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 that's the challenge that life throws at us, as you said. No, what yeah. steps do you practice to make sure that you stick to your plans and achieve your goals? Well, first of all, no, first set your goals. <laughs> you have to have your goals. And there are a few things I suggest to keep in mind when setting goals to improve your chances of success. First of all, uh, clarity, being very specific, is very important when it comes to goal setting. No? So you have to avoid being too generic. You can't just say, I want things to be better. What do you mean by better? What are those things? You hear the acronym SMART in goal setting, right? Specific, uh, yes. measurable, attainable, relevant, time-bound. That's true. You have to do that. No? And then second is, make your goals challenging. You have to stretch yourself. Think and aim bigger. Third is probably commitment. No, If you don't commit to your goal with everything that you have, then it is less likely that you will achieve it. No, It takes a lot of, again, effort, persistence, grit. No, You have to be very passionate about it. And then for it, obviously, feedback no? to help you, um, you know, if you're doing the right things, if how, how you're doing. This will allow you to adjust your expectations, your plan, and your action going forward. You know? So you have to be open, receptive, and appreciative of feedback. And probably lastly, this one, a task complexity. You know? okay. Because sometimes, you know, you have the very big goals, but the ste- steps you take are very simple and it's not even realistic to meet it. You know? So the complexity of the steps or tasks towards achieving your goal should align to the complexity and audaciousness of your goal. You can set a goal, for example, of saving 1 million pesos in five years if you only intend to save 10,000 per month. No, just by doing the math, you know you won't achieve your goal. So it has to be aligned. So yeah, for me personally, I make sure the small things I do contribute and align to the goal I'm trying to achieve. I'm not usually too rigid about it, especially if it's a long-term goal. I set a series of incremental setting stone goals. I guess that will help me determine what I need to do each day, week, month, until I get to my ultimate goal. So yeah, the mini goals, I celebrate and reward myself, so to be, to be motivated. So I guess that's, it's not really a step-by-step process, but that's how I do it. At least that works for me. It kind of reminds me of the time where uh, it's just a bit of a short story. It's a side. It's an mm-hmm. aside. No, in order for me to be motivated to read books, uh, my mom would give me an M and M for each page that I finish. Now, so, that, so that's uh, <laughs> see small. Yeah, small right. wins. You celebrate small milestones, one page at a time. And yeah. that's definitely important. Celebrating the small things and mm-hmm. the big things. No? So that's yeah. that's also what I got from your response. Pia, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, of course, syempre JP, it's important to really get to know yung goal mo, no, Miss Mel. Mm-hmm. You have to have direction. Right. And if you're driving, of course, you need to know where you want to go, diba? You need mm-hmm. to know your destination in order for you to, to know which roads to take. So I think that's right. 
I think for me that that also worked for me in the mm-hmm. past. So yeah, and I guess Miss Mel, mm-hmm. I think no matter how you like you plan for everything, um, you had this experiences of course that you failed, no? How did you rise from this setback? You know, because sometimes yeah, no matter how much we plan, you know, parang perfect plan. So there are sometimes yeah. really not failure comes. So how do you mm-hmm. deal with that? Yeah, and just to share with you, I've failed a lot of times. No? Mm-hmm. I guess the first thing I do is really acknowledge that I failed and forgive myself for it. Because if you don't, you'll just make excuses and that's going to be hard for you to make improvements on what you're doing. No, I don't make yeah. excuses anymore. I'm accountable mm-hmm. for my goals. The good thing about having smart or very clear goal is that achieving it is black and white. It's either you, you achieve it or you didn't, right? If it's mm-hmm. maybe quantitative or, or qualitative. If there's a gray area, then the goal's not clear enough. I guess that's my principle. And then after acknowledging, I reflect on the reasons why I didn't achieve my goal. Then I adjust and define my strategies on how to do better next time. So I usually get pumped up and more motivated to achieve. Or even surpass my goal if I failed the first time. I'm usually that kind of person that, ah, oh, okay, I failed here. I'm going to show you that I can do it. So <laughs> that's usually... So yeah, so usually that that's how um you know that's how I uh, recover from any setback or failure. Yeah, yeah, I think it's really good to reflect on it, no, on your failures and even mm-hmm. your mistakes. I think it's a it's a good thing to practice, really. So you <laughs> what stuck to me the most now is admitting that you failed. So I, yeah. I think a lot of people still have troubles no admitting to mm. themselves at least that they didn't reach the mark that they they wanted or they expected to no? so mm. that's that's something that i admire miss mel talking about because hey, you, and you forgive also yourself to... don't dwell on it because some people I, of course, of course. they know and then they dwell on it no they uh yeah you know, so you have to forgive yourself for for any failure that's right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's no greater strength than forgiveness Correct. <laughs> All right. So we've talked at length no, about failure. So so let's talk about the opposite, naman, Miss Mel. So just like what you said, you get yourself pumped up, and just recently you had a breakthrough at Absi, no? So that must have been a great achievement for you. So Miss Mel, can you describe your latest achievement there at Absi, and what process did you take to achieve that achievement? <laughs> so what values made it possible for you to achieve it? But to be honest, it's still too early for me to claim uh, certain achievements being only here for four months. But uh, probably I would say one is the HX acquisition where in the preparations were happening when I joined. So I learned about it when I joined, uh, the day I joined. And it materialized on my second month. It wasn't an easy feat, no? Acquisitions are not never easy. And it took a village to make it successful. I guess uh, part of it, I was lucky to have great support from everyone. And it was just a matter of executing and continuously adjusting based on new development. And really focusing on goals we've set for the project. Persistence, hard work, balancing priorities, and knowing the right people to tap were probably the main factors, which made it a success. Considering that we're doing it on top of the BAU in ABC, no? Work doesn't stop on ABC even if you're doing something else on the other end. So yeah, it was a lot of work, persistence, and uh, I guess I just got a lot of support from everyone. I can imagine how the resistance would be a challenge, no? So I have to ask Miss Mel regarding this. Was the acquisition anything new? Was was that a new challenge for you, or have you ever? Yeah, Be- being at the forefront and leading it was a first for me. You know, I've been part of a company, you know, who went through split 
a spin merger. So yeah, it was a new total experience for me. That's why I was really happy, excited, and really challenged uh, when, when they told me about it. With everything that you experienced, what advice can you give self-starters who are having trouble setting goals of their own? Setting goals is a process that changes over time. No? Uh, the goals that you set in your 20s will most likely be very different from the goals you set when you're 30, 40, and so on. No? Your priorities will change, life will happen, no? it really changes. But it doesn't matter where you are in your life or what age, uh, because in the end, as long as you continually revisit your goals, well, first you have to have goals, revisit your goals, update them, then you're on the right track. No, you're you're good. Also, don't be too hard on yourself. No, failure is part of the process. And the important thing is you don't stop and give up on your goals. If you've set a big goal for yourself, set mini goals, as I mentioned a while ago, no, that aligns to that bigger goal, which are your milestones or stepping stones, and then celebrate these milestones when you achieve them. Reward yourself. That should motivate you to carry on until you get to your ultimate goal. And probably lastly, enjoy the process. Um, your goals should motivate and make you happy and not make you miserable. Yeah, <laughs> so you that's just true. have to have fun doing it, no? Some people, yeah. uh, you know, they set goals and then they're so miserable while they mm. were trying to achieve it, no? Um, mm. I guess that's one thing that you have to be conscious about. Mm-hmm. It's not always a sprint, sometimes it's a marathon. Uh, I, yeah, true. <laughs> and so, rather, so don't be too hard on yourself and at the same time, always, always be looking to challenge yourself. There's always that mm-hmm. balance, no? And to celebrate and reward yourself for the milestones reached and enjoying the challenge along the way. So yeah, that's correct. nuggets of wisdom from Miss Mel herself. And speaking of which, thank you, Miss Mel, for coming to the show and sharing your tips in achieving success. As an aside, do you have anything you want to tell our listeners? Or do you have any shout outs or plugs on your projects? First of all, thank you. Thank you again for inviting me. Um, I hope what I shared, you find it valuable and helpful, oh, yes. you know, especially yeah. for the yes, self-starters. Yes, definitely. Yeah. And yeah, I probably shout out to, to my AFC and ATX family. So, uh, so the entire AFC fam. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Catch us on our next one and follow us on our socials. This was the Self-Starters Podcast, where success starts with you.